Delighted to have you on the show. As we mentioned earlier, almost 700 children in the Eteguini metropolitan area are believed to be part of an extensive child begging network that operate within the city. We now speak to Gail Alson from a Devon NGO called IK. The NGO has been working in the rehabilitation of children for more than 18 years, and Gail is on the line to us. Good afternoon to you, Gail. Good to have you on the show. Thank you for joining us. Hello, thank you for having us. Excellent. Are you doing? Are you holidaying this December? No, no peace for the wicked. Yeah, boy, we work, work, work. <laughs> are you staying? You staying right in Durban? Yes, staying in Durban and working. Still working. Might take a, a week off between Christmas and New Year. Okay, excellent. Mm. Now, how rife is the issue of child begging networks in in Durban? It's very rough. It's you know, over the years I've seen it progressively grow. Mm. And um, with COVID, it's been an explosion where you mm. see people begging from young children to older adults on most street corners nowadays. Mm. And, and let's talk about these syndicates and the age group. What age group is normally targeted by these these syndicates? And and well, how do they recruit these kids? Where do they find them? Okay, I, I can only talk about the children we work with, being mm. the street children, and that's. Um, children living on the street. Yes. Um, they, we, we work with children between the ages of 8 and 18. Mm. However, in the last 18 months, we have extended the age of 18 to 22 because we find when boys turn 18 and we've re- reunified them with their families or with um, relatives, when they turn 18, their child grants fall away and the poverty is often so bad they just turn back to the streets. So we've now started a, a new phase of our cycle that we actually um, put these these boys through a, a job preparation, life skills program, and then we put them into a skills course so they can leave our, our care cycle with some kind of a skill and um, be an entrepreneur and take something back into the community and be self-employed. So um, as we say, the children age very young, but it, we do have seen a couple of them, but the average age is probably from about 12. Mm. Upwards, um, these boys turn to the streets because of poverty and abuse. They come from extreme poverty, and life on the streets is too terrible. So they they come onto the streets thinking that they're going to have a better life and maybe get a bit more money. And it is so dangerous on the streets. Mm. You then have these protectors or ringleaders or whatever you call them, and the the boys will have to do favors for these people protecting them. There will be a group of boys, they, there's, there's certain gangs they get into, like a 24 and a 26. Mm. Um, some of them have to do sexual favors, some of them do petty crime, some have to um, diddle drugs. But there will normally be a person at the hierarchy that will mm. benefit from these children. Do, do you have an idea as to how much do they they make per day? You know, on a very bad day, they could make 70 rand. Mm. On an average day, they could make 200 rand. Mm. And on a very good day, they could make 1,000 rand. Mm. You know, it's during religious holidays, Christmas time. People, most people got bonuses. People, their hearts are, are extending to these vulnerable children. And they'll just give, give, give. So, and, um, sorry. So if you say, you know, um, there, there's a guy at the top, does it mean that if this kid makes 1,000 rand, there's a certain amount of money that they give to, this, to these individuals? Yes, um, I'm generalizing, but yes. there is normally somebody protecting a gang of boys or a group of boys. And and, 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 and and roughly, I'm sure these kids have told you stories as to how much, if they make 100 rand or 200 rand, for instance, how much do they give to the guy at the top? 
you know, I, I couldn't answer that because it depends on the guy, it depends on the child. Mm. And, you know, we don't always get the true, true story. And mm. you've also got to remember those children are quite scared of the people at the top. Mm. And, 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 and how difficult is it for you to um, help them get out, out of that situation? Because I'm, I, I take it that maybe they're probably intimidated, they're threatened. Yes. Okay, so what we did, we've got a holistic cycle. And we, we do, uh, we start off with um, awareness and then we go into outreach. So we have outreach workers mm. that work and engage with these children on the streets and they become a lifeline to these children and they build a relationship of trust. Mm. Once they've got that relationship of trust, they invite these children to come to our drop-in centre, which we have in Gravel. Mm. They're accessible. They come in there for the day. We look after all their basic needs. They have warm mm. showers, warm meals, laundry facilities. We've got two social workers. We do psychosocial intervention. We have art therapists. We have dance, music, chess, all kinds of classes, therapy, one-on-one interventions. And we start building up a trust, and these kids start coming to us every day, and it's a safe place. They can't just come in and out. And once they're there, we start finding out their real stories, why they're on the street. We start engaging with their families. We start trying to fix the brokenness between them and their families. Mm. And then we put these boys into our rehabilitation. That's the next cycle of our um, program in our cycle, where we rehabilitate them, we restore, renew, and rebuild them. Okay, and 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 once they've gone through this, are some of them able to go to school? Yes. Okay. Um, we've got houses that we, with the boys that can't go home for any reason after rehab, they go to our family houses. We have three family houses where eight, um, 28 of them live with six house parents. They go to school there. And then also, if after rehab, if, they, if we feel it's good for them to go home, which is often, is obviously the price for them yes. to be reunified, we will enroll them at a school in the area, in the community. We'll buy the uniform, we'll buy the stationery. We will put them onto our aftercare program, do house visits once a month, check that everything's okay at school, check that they're on the straight path, and supply them with a food parcel, which just alleviates their poverty. Uh, if they can't go home, mm. then they go to our houses. But if they've got a gap in their education because they've been in the streets for so long, mm. they have our own registered school where we first pay their education to get them to a level where they can go back into mainstream or they can at least learn to write their name and count and maybe do a skills course. And of course, you, you, you've been this in this um, in for 18 years. Do you have any you know, success stories? We have plenty of success stories. You know, we've had children that have been prefect head boys at schools who yes. only deal with boys, obviously. Mm. Um, we've, we've got a, a wonderful story at the moment where um, one of our boys who came through our, our whole program um, he was he was very intelligent, and we put him at in Pax College where he did travel and tourism, and he's now on a very popular um, passenger liner, and he's in Germany working as a bellboy. Excellent, that's 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 really nice. And 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 finally, what would you recommend? You know, be done to rem- how do we remedy this this situation? I'm so glad you've asked this question. The public are fueling the, the problem. Mm. Unfortunately, we all feel bad. If we go to Kentucky or wherever and we've got our own children and we see these little street children sitting outside begging, we'll buy them each a burger or mm. etc. The more we give them, the, and especially money, we are prolonging and enabling these stay on the streets. And the longer they're on the streets, mm. the worse their problem becomes. So rather give money to organizations like mm. Arkey, mm. we read mm. we, offer them a future. We can change, we can transform their lives into 
effective members of society. You know, they are our future generation. Hmm. Very interesting, Gail. Thank you so much. That's such an eye-opener. Thank you so much for availing yourself this afternoon. And thank you so much for taking interest in what we do. Excellent. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, okay. A Merry Christmas to you. Same to you. Right. Thank you very much. Great. That's marketing manager there at I care there, Gail Elson on Radio 2000.